On today's episode of Watch Time, we're going to talk about how video can be used in real estate investing to show off more properties, close deals faster, and build a brand. Stick around. You're listening to Watch Time, supercharged video marketing tips for the savvy small business owner and the modern mid-market professional with Flex Media's Kathy Zip and Bill Barona. Welcome back. I'm Bill Barona. And I'm Kathy Zip. And today we're going to take a step into the world of real estate investing and how video can help you excel in this industry. We all know that video is a powerful marketing tool and how most people prefer to consume content online. So what ways can video help someone find properties, sell properties, or even build brand awareness in this market? To answer some of these questions, we have the CEO of RS Professional Homes, Roman Soiko, on the show with us today. Hello, Roman. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, thanks, guys. Uh, Thanks for having me. I'm excited. This should be fun. Yeah, thank you for taking the time. I know you've been really busy right now, even though the market's kind of slowed down for a lot of businesses. I know real estate's still kind of cranking out and uh, doing a lot of business. So thank you for taking the time. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I I always wanted to be on the podcast and this is my opportunity and I'm super excited to let you guys know what I know. So let's get let's let's get going. I'm pumped. Awesome. Yeah. So why don't you uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, your background, how you got started in real estate investing? Yeah. Okay. Um, I uh, well, I moved into United States from uh, the country of Ukraine, the former Soviet Union, in 1998. And uh, um, my dad was always like an entrepreneur. He was he always owned businesses or started some sort of business. And basically, he, we got into the construction business when. Um, probably around 99, 2000. And, uh, you know, I was young, so I started working with my dad and basically constru- uh, we, did, we worked for a big time developer. Um, and eventually, um, after we learned the trades, I learned that I'm on the wrong side of the business. And I told my dad, hey, we need to be the rehabbers. We need to be the builders. We, um, we're just on the wrong side of the coin. And uh, that's eventually when that, my, my mind flipped. Um, that's when we started uh, with investing rather than just working for investors. So we started, uh, we bought our first rental, eventually built a big uh, rental portfolio. And now, um, you know, we're, we're also doing flips. Uh, we also did a new, constru- new construction project in the past, and uh, we own some apartment buildings in the past. So that's basically my story. So tell us a little bit more about um, RX Professional Homes. Like you touched on this a little bit, but you know what kind of properties you primarily deal with, and you know what what how many properties have you worked on? Yeah, yeah. So RX Professional Homes. This this company is a fairly new company. We I started this uh, two years ago, and basically what I saw was the market was so hot, and uh, we needed to start flipping homes rather than just turning them into rentals because the profit margins were just outrageous. We usually do like mid to high end. Uh, so the 200,000 and up, but we don't go after uh, more than like half a million dollars. We find that this is where the best buyers are. You know, the best communities, the best school districts are in the $200,000 range. You ask how many properties we worked on. If we go back to our construction days when we ran a construction company working for a big developer, we literally worked on hundreds, if not thousands, okay? Um, but as, as far as our own projects and our own rentals and our own flips, uh, we're probably probably in the hundreds, probably in like the 100 to 200 range. 
So yeah, we, we've been doing it for a long time. Are there certain properties you think that you prefer to work on? I know you mentioned kind of the, um, like the value you know, was a factor, um, but is there anything else that makes it like a, a perfect kind of property for you besides just the, the home value? Well, let me just say this. It depends on what I'm buying the property for. If we're buying it to rent, um, I prefer to be in around 100000 or less. So it's in a decent neighborhood, but it's not the best neighborhood because the numbers just wouldn't make sense. But if we're buying the flip, I want it to have that wow factor. So not an old property. I'm not talking like 1920s property and not, not a new property that is built after like the uh, 2000. So somewhere in between. Um, I like to open up walls. I like to open up rooms. I like to uh, just have that open concept living and uh, put a big island in the middle. And uh, all of our properties, we, we make them real beautiful. So it really doesn't matter what it is, what kind of property it is as long as we could turn it into something that has that wow factor when you walk in through the doors. So Roman, can you tell us a little bit too about what types of ways you're actually using video to help you maybe find some of these properties that you guys are, are getting and flipping? Well, um, I'll say this. Uh, as far as finding properties, it did help um, in a slight way, but um, I found that video helps you build um, a reputation in the industry. Okay. It also gives you that authority factor because not you guys are all on social media. Not a lot of people are doing lives. Not a lot of people are um, posting video content. And I think it's, it's you got to get over that initial fear, like oh, you know, I'm going to be on video. Oh, what is what, what are my friends going to think or my coworkers? Am I going to look stupid? Like you, you got to get over all that. And once you get over all that, you will see that not only do people think okay. He's an authority in the field now. You know, they look to you now because you're the one putting out video content. So that, that's what I found. Um, it, it did help us find a few deals. Yes, it did. And uh, we can talk about that later. But I find uh, it more of uh, you're building uh, not only a self, a personal brand, but you can build a business brand. And, and um, that's so far, that's what I've seen with using video on uh, like all the platforms out there. Can you uh, maybe talk a little bit about your first time that you got on social media? I know that I see you on there quite a bit. You're definitely one of those people that uh, you're not afraid to put your face in front of the camera. Can you talk a little bit about, you know, how it was the first time you did that? Maybe some things that you might have done to kind of get over that fear. Yeah, man. Uh, I remember I was talking to you and a couple uh other people who are in the industry and they're like, yeah, dude, you got to start doing lives. You got to start doing lives. Uh, Facebook and, and Instagram, they're all pushing video content. You got to start doing it. So I'm like, all right, whatever, I, I'm going to start doing it. And the first one I did, I was so freaking nervous. Uh, my heart was like beating and, and I think I started sweating and then I'm like, dude, why, why am I, why am I nervous? Because I, I'm, I'm recording myself on the video. Um, and so I kind of calmed myself down. I, I pushed through it. And then I was like, well, that wasn't that bad. It was like a five minute video. And, but the, I got a good response. I got like a lot of, uh, of views and uh, some people reached out to me and started asking questions. They're like, oh, this is so cool. So after that first one that you, you break that ice and you just, you're just like, all right, whatever, you know, I'm doing it. It's, um, and you also see the benefit. Once you see the benefit, you're like, this is no big deal. You know, let's just do this. Let's do another one. <laughs> No, that's awesome, Roman. It really is. I feel like a lot of people don't realize until they've gotten in front of the camera 
when you start getting people that are reaching out to you and asking questions, at least for me, that was like the greatest feeling that I've had. Like, wow, somebody actually cares enough to ask me a question about this subject. And it kind of makes you kind of yep, believe in yep. yourself a little more. I agree. I agree. Absolutely. Roma, if you could just talk a little bit about like, how do you go about like your process of putting together a video? Like just because people might be um, you know, so uncomfortable with it. Like, what are some things that you do? Like maybe you, you're always in a certain part of your house and, mm-hmm. you know, you, you have a setup that, you know, you make sure you wear like, I don't know if you wear like a company shirt or just what is some of your process you do to, you know, make, make yourself, you know, feel comfortable when you're recording a video that other people could do. And then also how do you come up, up with topics? Like some people might be like, what am I going to talk about? You know, nobody mm-hmm. wants to hear what I'm going to say. So how do you kind of go about putting those videos together? Yeah. Awesome question, actually. So, um, I always wore a company shirt. I brand my company. I, I, that, that branding, that brand recognition is big to me because I'm, I want to grow as big as possible. So I wear my company hat, my company jacket or a company shirt. Um, but here's how I go about it. I put myself in the, in the other person's shoes. Okay. I put, uh, as if I was the, uh, the viewer, would I want to see what I'm talking about right now? Or would I just scroll down and click next? Um, so unless I'm providing true content, free, basically free education, uh, I'm not trying to show off and I'm not trying to show people that I, I'm sweet because I can do this and my, my projects are the best. But I always try to incorporate, incorporate a lesson into my video. Hey, guys, this is how this is done. Or, hey, take a look at this. And by the way, uh, this is how we did the shiplap on the wall. It's very easy to do. Or this is how we install cabinets, you know. So um, and then I also do like real estate investing tips. Um, I'm going to I'm actually going to start putting out uh, case study videos on particular projects like, hey, this is what I bought the property for. This is how I found it. This is how I rehabbed it. This is how I sold it. This is how much we made. Like actually put myself out there. And it's not to brag. It's to give people the uh, free content, free education. And what I found is when you just provide that content to people, people are drawn to you. People are drawn to you because they see the realness of you. They, you're not just a sales guru who's trying to sell some course. Um, they're drawn to you because you're you're just legitimately caring for your viewers and you're putting out this free content. Because I remember when I was starting in the business, I wish somebody did that to me uh, in 2011 or gave me that education. Now there's a lot more of it, obviously. Um, but yeah, for, for a new rookie or, or beginner investor, this is big. So uh, does that answer your question? Yeah, I, I like how you don't go about it in like a competitive way. I think a lot of people think, oh, I don't want to give away my secrets. And I mean, you you, you don't want to share everything, but just kind of sharing your knowledge really helps you look like a thought leader. And I like how before, too, you mentioned um, that you get questions and like that's a way for you to come up with topics too. So once you start building that audience and people are, you know, asking you questions, then you have more things to address and you kind of know what your audience is interested in. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, to go off your point. Um, yes. A lot of people do say, well, I'm, I'm going to give you some stuff, but I'm not going to give you everything. Um, which is fine. But what I found is that when you just give people information, that person watching my video is not taking money out of my pocket. You know, uh, my uh, my buddy Tim Bratz always says, and I'm going to quote him right now, wealth is like sunshine. All right. There's plenty of plenty sunshine out there. So by me giving you a little quick tip, it's not going to take money out of my pocket. So that's the way I look at it. And then it comes back to me. These people that I provide free education to 
uh, or any sort of knowledge through my videos, they come back to me and they say, hey, I got this deal. Hey, I got that deal. Hey, do you want to partner up on this? And so a lot of it is just like deals that are that I'm not interested in. But still, it comes back to you in, in, in ways that you never thought of. So I will say that what's absolutely amazing listening to you talk and your strategy for social media. Uh, have you ever heard of um, there's a website called Social Media Examiner? No. So they put on an event every year called uh, Social Media Marketing World, and uh, they mm -hmm. just had it right before the uh, coronavirus outbreak. So they're probably one of the last major events that actually um, took place and it was out in San Diego. And the guy who actually runs that, his name is Michael Stelzner. And Michael Stelzner is thought of as like a leader in the social media world and uh, reaching your target audience. And the whole event was centered around being helpful. So 2020 was about being helpful and organic reach. And they said that if mm -hmm. you want to reach your customers, you need to start being helpful, start giving secrets away. And just basically, that's how you're going to get organic reach. And a lot of video marketing leaders in the space have been saying that for the last couple of years that, you know, that helpful is the new viral. So I think it's absolutely amazing that you not even, you know, necessarily hearing of that organization or following all those people, you know, just as a business owner, you've looked at this, saw that being helpful is what you need to do in order to get other people to follow you. And then you can inspire people. You can get new clients just by simply sharing your secrets. So you know, awesome for you that you've uh, gone ahead and identified that and you can continue to do that with all of your social media. I see it all the time, whenever you post. So that's one of the things that I hope people do get out of this podcast with you, especially in real estate investing or even realtors as you know, a lot of people try and gate content and um, there, there is reasons for that. And I, I do understand that getting uh, people's email addresses is definitely helpful, but you have yeah. a lot of people out there that want to charge or they just want to kind of give you like a little bit like you get a course and they kind of give you an idea but they won't give away everything like you're saying they want you to pay and mm -hmm. i think that people would be absolutely amazed if they gave more stuff away the return that they would get and i think that your company and what you're talking about is definitely proof of that cool thank you i know roman you kind of answered this um but just looking at it from a different perspective or if there's anything that you left out you know how are you using video right now just to build your brand? How are you taking RS Professional Homes and using video to help create either brand awareness or maybe just trying to strengthen your brand? I'll start by saying this. If you look at the hierarchy of content on social media, I think video is at the top. And then it's like the pictures and then it's like the, the posts and then all that other nonsense. So first of all, that puts you at the top. The attention that um, people are drawn to a video rather than just a picture, unless it's like super Instagram quality picture that's like just bam and gets your attention, you know. But um, so, but to answer your question, th this is how I'm using it. First of all, I'm using it by doing the video, okay? Um, uh, second of all, um, uh, I do Facebook Lives, very easy to do. It's free. It, there's no reason not to do it. Okay. It's Facebook live. It's free. Just, just get over it and do it if you're a business owner. Um, and then I just use that same Facebook live video and I post it into like IGTV or, I, you know, I save it and post it into like YouTube. So I'm not an expert, obviously. I'm just trying to get my content out there. And I know some people specialize in like, they, they crush it just on Instagram or they just use Facebook to grow their audience. And and like, you know, my buddy Marco, who's a YouTube sensation, that's, um, I'm not trying to be the next YouTube sensation, okay? I'm just trying to put some free content out there. And if you're on Facebook, or if, let's say you don't use Facebook, but you use YouTube, you can find me on every platform, because I do a little bit everywhere, and I spread all the videos out evenly. 
So that's how I'm using it. I'm using these free things. Like these are these are free. There's no reason not to do it. So and yeah, that's how I'm growing my brand and the personal brand too. It's it's awesome. I love it, man. That actually kind of brings me into my next question. Uh, in terms of your social channels, what channels are you currently using? Are there any in particular that you find that are a better fit for what you're doing or even like just real estate investing or what channels would you recommend for the listeners to go um, and use? Uh, I Googled um, what platform has the most users. And I, I think Facebook was number one from what I understand. And then it went down from there. So that I'm like, all right, well, if I want to reach the most people, I'm going to go to the biggest platform. So I started with Facebook and then I created a business Facebook account too. So I have my personal and my, and my business Facebook. And then I, and I just went down the line. I think um, I have an Instagram and I have a YouTube, uh, but I don't want to do too much. Like I think three is enough and, and I'm reaching people on every platform. I'd say Facebook and Instagram is my number one. But here, here's another thing I learned from experience is if you look at me, social media content, think of an iceberg. And I know it's a weird analogy, but it is an iceberg. And here's why. People that actually comment and like are just that tip of the iceberg, okay? Just that little 10% or 5% at the top. But then everything that's below the, below the water is the people that are seeing it, but they just don't want to hit that like button, you know? Or they don't want to comment because they don't want you to know that you like their stuff. But I'm telling you, those people are paying attention to you more than the people that are liking your stuff. So that's the way I look at it, too. Yeah, I might only have 200 views or, or 25 likes, but, but there's like 100 other likes or 500 other likes that people never actually hit the like button. But watch your stuff all the way through. I guarantee you they watch your stuff. <laughs> so do you guys think like is that accurate in your opinion? What you just described is actually brand awareness. So. That's that's very true. So like you get a lot of people that are actually um, liking and engaging and a lot of people don't like and engage simply because they scroll through the news feed. But the thing is, is if they go on their news feed and they see, you know, you today, they see you tomorrow, they go on Instagram, they see you there, they go on um, Twitter, they see you tweeted or what, you know, whatever it may be. It kind of goes back to Pete Baca from 360 Marketing talked about uh, how many touches it takes for somebody to remember you and engage with your brand. And all mm -hmm. of these uh, people that are seeing your content, they're actually your brands. It's brand awareness. So they're actually seeing you. And then when it comes time for them to actually maybe buy a home or sell a home or maybe they need something that you're offering. Now they've seen you that many times and they connect the two together. Oh, OK. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. And you also mentioned watching the video all the way through. Do you do you look at your analytics at all and see if people are watching it all the way through? Sometimes I do. Uh, like like I said, I'm not I'm not that technical into it like you guys are. I I, uh, I use it as brand awareness, and I look at what's what's my biggest money maker. My actually biggest money maker is buying and flipping houses. And uh, this is just I'm I'm doing this as like almost like a passion project, but it's also um, I know it's helping my business. One thing I noticed you do really well too is you engage with a lot of people and um, work with people that are also on other, whether it be platforms or industry leaders, like you mentioned, Marco. I know you're doing mm -hmm. some stuff with him. Obviously, you're doing this podcast with us. I know, you know, I saw you last year at uh, was it Real Producers and you were posting content and doing stuff with them. So I feel like you do a great job at just maybe reaching out to other people and you're really trying to 
increase your following by working with other people, but also at the same time increasing their following by bringing your followers to them? Do you find mm -hmm. that to be a, a good success um, for what you're doing, going and working with other people and doing these collaborative projects? Yeah, I do. Uh, I, I think it's also, uh, I find a lot of success into, uh, from just from learning. I'm learning a lot for, like from you guys, uh, for, from you, Bill. The stuff that I learn when it comes to marketing is just uh, unbelievable. The stuff that I know now um, and just having like an hour conversation with you here and there, and you guys did a project for me, actually. Uh, you remember, I always picked your brain. I was like, hey, so what about this? Hey, what about that? And you, you, So I, I find more use in, in um, collaborating because you get so much out of it from the other person. Um, and the same thing with Marco. Like, I, you know, I pick his brain. Hey, well, how, how, do you, how did you have so much success on YouTube? And so, yeah, I, I do find uh, it helpful in a way, in knowledge-based way and and the follow you bringing the followers you're sharing followers and yeah you like it's like two thought leaders coming together and it's it's like a superpower mastermind you know what i mean yeah. i love that yeah definitely that's awesome and you you ask good questions too on top of it so it's you know it comes down to for people listening when you do work with other people or you start talking to other people make sure that you are asking good questions and don't be afraid to give away information because when you can actually have a conversation with people and actually like get down to, you know, it's, it's a friendship. You get down to being friends with that person. You can really mm -hmm. share ideas and those ideas really benefit everybody. So do you use video on your, on your website or in your emails at all right now? Not yet, but you know what? We did that project that you guys uh, uh, filmed for me and edited, which is uh, amazing, by the way. The quality of that and the professionalism is just, it's like, it looks like a professional video, which it is. You know, it is a professional video, so I'm going to use that. I'm going to do this email marketing campaign, and part of that is going to be that video that I use. And uh, as far as on my website, no, but, you know, you, my website uh, sends you to all my social media, and, um, and that's where all the video is. But we're, we're tossing around the idea of maybe uh, creating a professional video and putting it on the face of the website so so yeah, uh, these are all ideas that we're working with right now, but um, yeah. So for everybody listening, just to make sure that uh, they understand too, because I know I know what the project is and we talked about it, but I know the, the whole idea behind the video project we worked on with you was how to basically buy, uh, I guess, demo and then flip a house from start to finish. It's a three-part series. And mm -hmm. could you maybe uh, give us a little like insider info on what you're going to do email wise or have you have you thought about the campaign a lot in terms of what you want to send out i haven't really thought about it in detail yet but we're going to use that video and we're going to um, basically provide free content like hey here's free training you want to learn how to flip a house here you go you want to learn how to buy your first rental here you go this it breaks down everything i mean you guys you filmed it so you saw uh, what kind of uh information i gave to people it's it's basically a step-by-step -step process on how to do this. Um, so once I have my email following uh, uh, grown to the number that I want, which um, I use, I actually, what do I use? Uh, Get Response, I think, for my email mar marketing. Um, and then we'll start emailing that video and hopefully getting engagements that way. But you know, we're also as we're um, emailing this free training out there, we're asking. Hey, do you guys have any properties you want to partner on? Hey, do you have anything for sale that you might want to sell to us? So 
that's how you how, that's how that works you give this free stuff and the more free stuff you give away the more it comes back to you so that's the strategy behind this marketing that's awesome that's going to i think that's going to be great for you i don't think people realize the power of video and email we actually send a lot of videos out in emails to uh, our uh, potential clients and current clients and we use video in a way to basically break the ice for new clients to update current clients and just by adding that video into your email really increases your open rate it really increases your click-through rate so you're gonna see some great success with that definitely awesome well I'm looking forward to starting it Roman do you have any stories that uh, you can kind of share with us how video content or social media content has helped you maybe close some deals or work with some different people yeah yeah I do actually so it, this is a huge benefit in the in the video and doing videos and putting videos out there. I met a seller, so I, we do like direct mail marketing. We do all sorts of mail marketing too. So a, a seller called me and um, I met with the seller, and they were talking to me. I, I actually came to their house and they were talking to me, and um, and I remember the wife was like, hey. You know, I, I looked you up, like, because my not only are my mail pieces branded, it has my company name and everything, has my social media on there, um, like, you know, and my videos are branded. So she's like, I looked you up, and I feel like I know you just from watching your stuff. And then she goes, and you sounded genuine, like you actually cared. You you didn't sound like a sleazy salesman type of uh, guy and then she's what else oh and she read my google reviews that's big too i uh, i have a google business page she read all my google reviews and she's like i read all, all your reviews people have nothing but good things to say about you so i, I was like awesome so she really felt like she knew me because she watched my videos and i thought that was amazing and and real quick just another story i had a guy call me just out of the blue i had no no idea who this guy is he didn't know who i was but he found me on social media or somebody said something about me to him and he had an apartment complex he had under contract and he was trying to sell. And I, at the time I was putting all this content out there. I'm buying apartments, I'm buying apartment buildings, send me deals. And uh, somebody said something to him. He saw something, he found my company, he found my phone number, reached out to me and he's like, hey, I heard you buying apartment buildings. It, it was crazy, you know, the stuff that you put out there somehow in some way, it will come back to you. And uh, we actually, actually, it, the deal didn't work out. Me and my business partner didn't go through with it for various reasons. Um, but the, the point of the story is like this guy just reached out to me based on my content. And you don't, you don't know who you're, who you're reaching and who's watching and who's listening. That I guess that's the point. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, you have a new contact now. That guy, even yeah. though that deal didn't work out, you know, he knows that what you're looking for and maybe he'll reach out to you in the future. Yeah. Another yeah. thing, too, to just add for everyone listening, one thing that you definitely want to keep in mind, just based off what Roman was talking about, is creating video content especially allows you to develop a no like and trust when people don't know you and they go to your social media channels and they can watch your videos they could see your comments even your google reviews they can see what people say about you you're developing a no like and trust with people before you even meet them which could make the difference between actually closing a deal and you know maybe somebody not even reaching out to you so you may not even get the opportunity to even try and close the deal so Roman, I think it's great that that's working out for you and that uh, you're seeing a lot of success with that. And you definitely should because you're a very personable person and you also are giving a lot of value. And I think that really does come through in your content. 
Thank you. Appreciate that. I learned from the best. <laughs> <laughs> Going off of that, could you maybe even give some advice to uh, some of our listeners? Is there, uh, you know, where should they start using video if they aren't already? Do you have a channel that you recommend or, you know, live versus recording or anything like that? Um, I would, I, I guess I could recommend just practice doing, you can practice doing it, just, uh, film it on your phone. Cause live is live. And sometimes, uh, I know when I, first time I did, I almost froze up and I, I think my, even my pitch of my voice changed. It was, it was weird, but maybe you can practice just like recording it on your phone. And then, and then, you know, if you don't like something you say, you can just stop it and redo it. Um, I just kind of jumped into it and I'm like, Hey, let's just do it live, you know? <laughs> But uh, uh, the benefit of if you just record it on your phone, you, then you can stream it and post it to multiple different web, multiple uh, social media outlets. Um, but I like, I like recording it in live, and here's why. I think that raw, uncut, like that, uh, uh, I guess the original footage is almost like a first-person view. Well, it is, because it's alive. So if there's like a imperfection or maybe you said some or maybe like it, it feels so real when people are watching it. I think they like that realness. Um, and when it's too scripted, too edited, uh, sometimes uh, I get turned off by that. And uh, just because it's like, dude, are you really being real or are you just editing like just the best parts of your video? You know, so I like that raw footage. And that's why I do uh, lives most likely. And if I do record a video, I don't I don't edit it. I just um I just I just put it out there uh, unless we're doing like a professional video like me and you on that project that we uh, collabed on. Um, that was a professionally edited uh, scripted video. Um, so I guess it depends on what you're doing. Um, but I, I would start with just recording it on your phone and posting it or doing live. It's free. There's no reason not to do it. Too many benefits, you know. One thing, too, I could even recommend to some of the listeners that uh, based off of that would be maybe even try doing Instagram story. I don't know how you feel about that for real estate investing, but I feel like Instagram story is a great way because you can actually make that 15 to 30 seconds. I mean, it could be longer, but you know, it could just be you kind of talking to the camera, even updating what you're doing for your day to day. So it could be something as simple as, Hey, we're going to go check out this property. I know I see you do that a lot, Roman. We're going to go check mm -hmm. out this property today and I'm going to show you what we're working on. And then you can kind of flip the camera around. So you, you have that little bit of FaceTime, but then you flip the camera back around and now you're not back on there. What's your thoughts yeah. on that? Uh, absolutely. I, I love that. I, I, I should have mentioned that in the first time around. Yeah, we do a lot of lo um, uh, uh, stories. Like Instagram stories are great. That's a great great way to get some engagements. People, uh, people are always on their phone. Think about this. Look at what's going on in the world right now, right? Everyone's quarantined at the house. Uh, what do people do? Uh, I don't know what the average is. I'm sure you know, but it's probably like five hours a day. They stare into that this little screen right here, this little box that's in my hand, and that's all they do. So if you're a marketing expert or you want to get in front of people, you want to sell a service or anything, figure out how to get on people's phones, okay? Figure out how to get in front of their face because that's all people do nowadays is they keep their phones in their, in their faces, unfortunately. But that's the world we live in. So once you figure that out, um, how to get in front of people and how to sell your service, you're golden. That that's uh, that's one of the big crucial pieces to in any business is marketing. That's how that's what drives sales. That's what drives success. So. No, that's great advice. And I think that's one thing that people really need to 
to think about. That's how we kind of take our approach um, with what we do. And I, I feel like other people, even in the real estate industry, should look at that too, is I always look at, and Kathy and I, we talk about this on how, what are we doing? So if I'm on my phone multiple times a day, if I'm watching Instagram stories, if I'm going to Facebook and I'm, I'm clicking on, you know, so-and-so went live and I go to Facebook and click to watch, other people mm -hmm. are doing that. So I feel yeah. like people listening that are real estate investors or realtors or, you know, even outside of that industry, even people that are just trying to do video marketing, look at what you're doing in your industry and, you know, look at how you consume content because the people you're probably trying to reach are doing the same thing. Yes, agreed. So maybe as you were learning or as you've come across, are there any resources out there that you would recommend to listeners to get maybe some more training on how to use video, particularly in real estate um, or real estate investing that you would recommend? Yes. Yeah, so as far as using video, I, I, I go to Bill for all my questions on video. So Flex Media is big. They've been a big influence on me and how I market. Um, as far as real estate investing, um, I would stay away from the gurus because the gurus want to overcharge, but and they want to limit to uh, they want to limit what they give. So uh, there's some good ones, there's some bad ones, but some free education is Bigger Pockets. Okay, Bigger Pockets is um, it's, it's first of all it's 100% free. They got a lot of books. They have a podcast. They have videos. They have a forum. And uh, I learned so much from Bigger Pockets, and it's free. So that's where I send. If any new new real estate investor that comes to me and asks this question, I always refer them to Bigger Pockets, Bigger Pockets podcast. If they want to learn real estate investing, if you want to learn video, Flex Media. <laughs> <laughs> well, we appreciate that. And then you know you've given us a lot of information here um, and our listeners, but if you had to sum it up into like three really important points that you want them to you know focus on or that you want to share, what would those three points be? Yeah, um, I, I guess here's what I would say to your viewers and anyone who's listening. Um, we are in a special time right now. Like I'm talking about the economy and the world. Um, most most of the most successful businesses in in the world were started in recessions, and this is the time. If you want to do anything, I mean, I don't care what your passion or your hobby is. This is the time to do it. Just uh, jump into it. There's no better time than now because a year from now you're gonna sit there and you're gonna say, "Oh, I should have started a year ago." And I see this pattern of progression of people just postponing their own success and just being okay with the day-to-day -day life that they have. I know that everyone wants, the, what, wants what's the best and everyone wants better out of their life and everyone wants more and, and everyone has it in them to do it. It's just, you gotta start, man. And um, I feel like you guys have helped me like get out of my shell and start with my marketing and expand my business. And if I don't care, again, I don't care what your listeners are passionate about start whatever you're passionate about now and you'll see you know it took me like good nine years to get good in real estate and actually start making decent money um, but don't quit don't quit your first year or your first six months you're not going to see that th that curve level you know like the hockey stick curve you'll be down here just very stagnant at first and then after like your fifth year six years bam you're going to shoot up and you're just going to crush it in whatever business you're in so um I guess that's my um, 
take, or I, I don't know, maybe I, I gave a little more than what you guys wanted. Just um, get out of your shell. If you're passionate about some, start a YouTube channel, start, uh, uh, start a free Facebook page, put some content out there. You will see how many other people are like-minded. You'll see how many people are interested in the stuff that you're interested in. And it could be the, the weirdest thing. And you, you, you're probably thinking, oh, this is, I'm the only one interested in this topic. No, man, there's a lot of people in this world and a lot of people are interested in the same topic that you're interested in. And they will follow you and they will, if, if you put enough content out there, you will become a thought leader in whatever industry that you're in. So that's my advice to you guys. Just do it and do it now. There's no better time than now. Right. Yeah. I think uh, on your point where, you know, there's, uh, there's always like-minded people out there. I think I, Facebook's been doing commercials to kind of push their groups. I saw something where, you know, they were pushing um, people who like to compete playing kazoos and they're all going down the street and they're like, what? You, you like playing the kazoo too? So if, if there's a group out there that likes to play for professional or competitive kazoos, then there's probably somebody out there interested in the same things that your business does. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy how social media uh, has put all these people together. You know, it, it, it's crazy how that works. We're in, we live in different times. Like I have, um, I have uh, virtual assistants working for me for my real estate business from Bangladesh. You know, and they're doing tasks for me that um, I don't want to do. But, you know, it's a win-win situation for both of us. But look at where we're, the world we're in now. I got employees in Bangladesh working for me. And it's, it's great how just uh, Internet brought everyone together. And the po possibilities are endless, guys. It's I love it. Yeah, it definitely is an amazing time. Actually, to what you were just saying, too, about, like, no matter what hobby you have or how crazy you think it is, I was just listening to a... Uh, uh, podcast from uh, Pat Flynn. He has the Smart Passive Income podcast, and he said, and I know it's not just something he says, a lot of people say it, but he was saying that the riches are in the niches, and I really think that this is a great example of what you're talking about, no matter how crazy somebody thinks it is, like the kazoo thing, you know, that, mm -hmm. that may be, you know, you feel like I'm the only person that likes to play that, but at the same yeah. token, you could create content all based around that and be amazed to see how many people are actually following you. Oh, it's great. I love what you just said. All riches are in the niches. That is so true. You know, real estate is such a broad uh, business and there's so many aspects to real estate. Uh, but once you niche it down to what you're good at and uh, for my business, it's rental properties, single family home rental properties in particular neighborhoods and then single family high end flip properties in only specific neighborhoods. So you really got to niche it down. Um, and you, you just got to keep going at it until you become the best, until you become the master in that niche, because um, you will know all the tricks in the game in that niche. And, and that's how you become good. You know, I see a lot of people starting a business. Uh, I'm not going to name any names. I, I had a buddy who started a landscaping business and then and then uh, in six months it failed. And he's like, no, I'm going to go to this thing and I'm going to start this thing now because landscaping's too much. And then he tried another thing. And finally, I sat down and I said, hey, dude, um, you know, if you really want to be successful in anything, you really got to put time into it. You you gave up on your first business within the first six months. You give up on your second business in the year. Like you're not you're not going to see success in that short period of time. You really got to be hitting hard for a long time before you see that success. Uh, we've seen it with like Amazon. You know, we've seen it with Tesla, the big time players. It's not an overnight success. You know. 
I think so. good things take time. And I, I think that's the most common misconception. I don't think people understand is that, you know, when you are trying to create something, nobody became an overnight sensation. I mean, you know, yeah. you're talking about, uh, for example, like earlier, you're talking about Marco from whiteboard finance and uh, a great YouTube channel. If nobody's uh, checking him out, make sure to check him out. But like, you know, I know I had talked to him a couple times now since uh, he kind of went viral and was able to mm-hmm. grow his um, YouTube audience. And he was at it for a couple of years. And there were some times that he even had to put it on hold, he said, just because of things going on in life. But he got back to it and it, it took time. But good things take time. People need to remember that. You, you know, one thing I noticed, Bill, and um, if if you're going after money, you're not going to succeed because you, that energy, that drive is going to disappear. All right. But if you're going after a passion, then uh, no matter how successful or unsuccessful you are that first year, second, third or even 10th, the passion is what's going to push you forward, is what's going to succeed you through the, uh, the you know, the, the times that you don't want to do it or you don't you don't feel like it or you're not seeing immediate results. The passion is what's going to get you through it. So uh, go in for the passion of for, for the love of whatever uh, your your project is going to be. Don't do it for the money. The money is is just money. It's it's not sustainable. You know, it's not going to push you through. Trust me. I, I know <laughs> I've, I've, I've done it from experience. You really have to have passion for what you do if you want to succeed in the long run. Well, Thank you, Roman. I, we appreciate it. We love the advice that you gave today. It, it definitely is going to be valuable to our listeners, whether they be in real estate investing or whether they just be trying to grow their business through video marketing or, or whatever means. So uh, thank you again for coming on the show. And uh, if our listeners wanted to uh, you know, learn more about you, if they wanted to see some of your content, uh, how, how do they get a hold of you? How do they find you? Yeah, awesome. Well, first of all, it was so much fun. I love doing this podcast. Maybe we can do it again sometime uh, in the future. But uh, yeah, you can find me. Uh, the best way to reach me is probably on Instagram. It's romanempire.cle. Um, again, romanempire.cle. Um, but um, on Facebook and all the other platforms, it's at RS Pro Homes. That's my tag, at RS Pro Homes. Or if you Google RS Professional Homes, uh, you'll see all my stuff will pop up. Okay. Well, yeah. Thank you again, Roman. And uh, this awesome show. We do definitely hope to have you on again. And uh, maybe we'll take an even deeper dive and see some stats and how you know things have improved for you using video going forward. Maybe we'll talk about that email marketing campaign. That could be a great show to uh, discuss You know your results from that and what you saw. Uh, yep. Plus, post-pandemic, I would love an opportunity to just sit down and see even how the real estate market's doing, maybe how video is helping you with that. So... We definitely appreciate you coming on. I appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. This was a lot of fun. Thank you. To all of our listeners out there, we want to hear from you. Make sure to send us your topics that you want to hear us discuss on the podcast, info at flexmediacle.com. Feel free to DM us on any social media channels at flexmediacle on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. So thank you again to Roman, and thank you to everybody listening, and we will catch you on the next podcast. Thanks for listening to Watch Time. Make sure to subscribe and share the podcast and leave us feedback on today's episode. That's a wrap.